Yo, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your host, Anime Nerd. And today, before we get into today's podcast, I just want to say we are doing a special collab with Savage Otaku. And he is a brand new anime podcaster on Anchor. So you guys definitely go check him out. And FYI, before we get into today's topic, I just want to give you guys a fair warning. I am sick. So if you hear any coughing or sniffling, I'm so, so sorry. It's just, I can't escape this bug for some reason. And it would happen around the time I need to do an interview with a brand new podcaster. But you know, like they say, the show must go on. So I'm going to push forward and push through this and produce quality content for you guys. And hopefully you guys enjoy. All right. Hey, welcome to Anime Nerd. Please subscribe to this podcast for weekly reviews on all of your favorite anime, manga, and games. See you soon. You ready? Yes, sir. Alright, so what's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your host, Anime Nerd. And today I got a special guest. I'm going to let him go ahead and introduce himself. You go ahead and do what you do, man. Hey, everybody. It's your boy, the Savage Otaku, a part of Organization Savage here. You can follow me at Twitter at uh, Savage Otaku Life. Nice to meet everybody. Alright, that's what's up. So, you guys know that I've been doing a podcast for some time now. I say a year and some change. And I like to go ahead and bring out new people who also share the same interests as me. So the reason why I got him on here because he's new to Anchor and I want you guys to go ahead and show him some love and some support. And go ahead and tell, you know, the folks out there about your, your podcast. Uh, my podcast is a little bit about everything, you know, some day-to-day life, you know, me want to give some of my personal, you know, life experience to people, you know, where I feel like people need to start taking life so seriously. I love talking about the culture, of course, because at the end of the day, I'm still a fucking nerd myself. And, <laughs> you know, you got to talk about that anime, the game, and try to keep the culture alive, make people aware of what's going on in the gaming industry, you know, and just try to keep people up to date on what I love. And hopefully they share the same passion as I do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hey, look, for me, I know it's like a while back, I used to been laughing at them for being a big anime fan, at least because I'm a 90s baby. So growing up, you know, being a nerd wasn't <laughs> something of all that what it used to be now because everybody seemed like they're, they're a nerd these days. Like, man, oh, all these fake nerds out here, man. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, they, they had to be persecuted. Like, hey, oh, you watch this? Ah, oh, no, you can't. Uh-uh, we ain't cool with you. Mm-hmm, tell me, man. You like that. It, times has changed. That's that's for sure. I'm going to say that. Times has changed. <laughs> Actually, me and my friend had a discussion on that back in the day when it came to, like, the early days of gaming and anime. We were like, you know what, bro? Growing up, I feel like we were in, like, the beta phase of gaming and anime because we yeah. could get so much shit for it. But now that the beta phase is over, everybody's like, you know, cool with everything. You know, it's not like a closed circle anymore. Nah. It's like, oh, yeah, I've been watching this or... Yeah, I play this, this, and this game. And then before you, like, oh, you're a nerd. All you do is play games and watch cartoons. Oh, that's what they say, watch cartoons. Because they never used to call it anime. They just used to call it cartoons. Everything was a cartoon for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, believe yeah. me. I know motherfuckers would, would, would roll up. Like, hey, what you what, 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 what watching, son? Oh, you know, some of this off-brand name anime here. Wait, so what you're saying is this ain't Dragon Ball Z? Nah. <laughs> yeah, that was like the me. only. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was like the 
only show they knew back then was Dragon Ball Z. I for swear. a majority of the people. Then Naruto came out, which I have to say to me, from my point of view, it, it seemed like Naruto kind of opened a way for anime, at least in the Western. Not like it's the forefather, but it seemed like when people started watching Naruto, they start deciding to check out more and more anime other than Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I'll definitely give you that one because I know around the time Naruto came to America, people were starting to get way more into the anime scene around then. Yep. Uh, but, you know, so I sent you a list of questions. And so, so I'm going to go ahead and ask. So, oh, by the way, if I seem like I'm sneezing or coughing, I am a little bit under the weather. So I apologize for that. I don't know, man. Happens to us all. We're only human, my man. I know. I say it would happen around the time I got to interview you. <laughs> But, hey, I'm, I'm trying my best to hold it in. So, but we're going to go ahead. So, with question number one, I said, what was the first anime you recall ever watching? Ooh, all right. Now, differentiating between anime and cartoon here. You know, back in the day, I thought, you know, your boy thought Pokemon and all that was a cartoon growing up. They couldn't find it. Yeah. It's anime. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So, I guess, technically speaking, Pokemon is, like, the origin of anime for me since like is really one of the first animes I can truly remember ever watching growing up because you know you wanted to be the very best that there ever was searching for a while. <laughs> hey, for real. I would I, I would agree with you. On that. Hello? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh uh, just make okay, just making sure. I I said I can agree with you. For me, my first ever anime I can ever recall ever watching it would have to technically be Beyblade. Beyblade, it did oh. seem like a cartoon, but it originally originated in Japan, and it was an anime first. So, it would be me. Everybody know I'm a big Beyblade fan ever since I was young, and it's because of that. Like, some of my passwords still represent Beyblade origin because of that show. It had impact me so to this day, you know? You know, growing up, uh, what, what was it on? It was either Jet X or Four Kids TV, one of those, where I catch it sometimes in the morning, but I was never able to keep up with it just because, you know, we had to get up and go to school so early in the morning. So it was so yeah. hard for me to personally keep up with Blade Bait, Bay Blade, but I loved it. <laughs> when, when, when I did catch it, I was like, I can't remember his name, but the uh, dude who had like the, the, the tiger or spirit oh, inside of his, like he was such that a was, badass. Uh, his name was Ray. Oh hey, yeah, look, I still I still remember him. Bitby's name was Trigger. His name was Ray. That's how much I know. That's how much ingrained this show was into me. <laughs> now it's it's crazy though, cause um I'm gonna say like the current most form of of Beyblade, which in my opinion would have been like Bakugan, cause when Bakugan came out, people in my opinion were like sleep on it, cause I was like, yo, this show is is low key like the success of the the fucking uh Beyblade to me, cause this shit is it does go hard. It does have, like, a Beyblade-type style a little bit to it. Because when it first came out, I'm like, it, like, it was a mix of, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Beyblade, kind of like with the, with the characters having main dragons. And then it had, like, different little monsters they could summon. And then as the show progressed, it started, like, evolution and all that stuff. It was, it was pretty interesting, I have to say. I think I heard, honestly, speaking of that, about Bakugo, or how Bakugo, I, I, I never was good with the name. Um, I heard that they was planning to do a reboot of the series. Ooh, this I did not hear, but I'm interested because yeah. when when it did come out, like at least I, I was able to catch the first three seasons. After that, mm-hmm. I, I kind of fell off, but 
just going up until that point, I mean, it, it did have, you know, of course, the usual tropes, but, you know, it's just as a kid's, you know, type anime, it was still dope for what it was, because like you said, it gave you that mix of Yu-Gi-Oh! and, and Bakugan, which actually came out to be something real cool, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I don't think a lot of people really give it as props it deserve. I think it was a, it wasn't by far, I would say, great, like the greatest of all time, but it was something enjoyable to watch. So if I had kids, I would definitely let them check it out. And so, of course. <laughs> you know, even the games they came out with, um, like the consoles weren't even that bad. I actually honestly haven't tried out the console one. I didn't. So were they really good? Was it like, how how did it play? Uh, it, how to best describe it would be, I mean, because you would, you know, play as the, the, the monster that is summoned type yeah. deal. And, you know, you could like, Obviously, level up, increase the stats on it. So it's, I said, like another form of like bigger Pokemon to be real. But like you know, you have more control over what was going on on the field. All right, all right. Random question: Pokemon or Digimon? Which one would you want? Uh okay. All right. See, now this is a hard decision because there were two seasons of Digimon, especially that I clicked with. It was Digimon Battle Frontier, the one where they like got sent into the digital world on the, on the trains. And I think one of the main characters' name was Ty, and they did the um, practical digitize, and then they were oh, like... Oh, the original. Yeah. Yeah, like, you, yeah, that's the original Digimon. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, they yeah. practical digitized, and then they transformed. I was like, yo, this shit goes hard. Then they had the evolutions. Like, that one particular season of Digimon will always reign supreme to me, no matter what. And then... I can't remember the name of the <coughs> the other series, but it was the one where I think the main character's name was Takuya, and he drew his Digimon, and then it ended up coming to life, and it was the oh, wait, red uh, dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Agima? Yeah. Not Agima, but what's his name? Oh, gosh. I know exactly what you're talking about. I can't I see it. I think it was, it was Agumon. A red little, no, Agumon is a little small yellow one. I forgot. Gil, is it Gilman? Okay, oh, I don't know what, I forgot his name, but I know exactly who you're talking about. That was one of my favorite series, so it's, it's pretty much you like season one through season, well, season one, skip season two, and you like season three. Yeah, you man. Yeah, like, but, but, like, overall, I got to give it to Pokemon because it's still the test of time to me. It, it, except, you know, the, the, the latest season, I ain't, which I'm not going to talk about like that because, I, <laughs> I, nah, I couldn't do it. But Pokemon has stood the test of time, like, even with the games to this day. I can always go back to Pokemon. Digimon, I, I have, like, that love-hate relationship with. Some of yeah, the games are definitely a hit and miss. For me, I would definitely have to say, far as TV show goes, because honestly, truthfully, I fell off of Pokemon after a while. I, lo- I love the video games. Pokemon games will always beat Digimon games to me. That's because Pokemon games, there's so much to do, so much to, you know, catch. And so Digimon games always have those little glitches or, it was just it was just never a perfect I haven't yet to find a perfect Digimon game. But as far as the Pokemon game, you know, almost all of them that they come out with, along with as long as it's on the, the Game Boy Advance 3DS or whatever, they're pretty much fun to do. But as far as anime series, I would have to say I like Digimon a lot better. Only because I feel like the main characters all struggle and always had to go through the test of time and you got Digimon getting deleted, and you you know you see you kind of it's like heartaches and pain they go through while 
Ash Ketchum always seemed to always get knocked out around the first round. <laughs> you can predict that. You can predict he's going to get knocked out. <laughs> it's he's so not going to win. My man ain't won a championship yet, but he's still going strong, bro. He's like LeBron, alive. He, <laughs> hey, look, he, he like the LeBron J when he was trying to get his first ring. We still waiting for Ash to get his first ring, and yet he still hasn't got it. Give me your ring. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Ash ain't been like close to. Hey, look, it's been like close to 20 years or so, and he still ain't getting ready. It's time to put up that retire. Man, my man now is he's out there trying to be the greatest of all time. Let my man dream. All right. That's why Red's still known as the GOAT. They got Red <laughs> as the GOAT, all right? And Red always going to be the GOAT. Ash always going to be going to play second fiddle, but hey, man. I'm chasing that shadow. <laughs> I love my Pokemon, though, but Digimon, I tell you, because when it comes to the action, I, I definitely give Digimon the overall when it comes to the action. Yeah. But Pokemon just will always hold that special place in my heart. Yeah. I don't blame you, but I think the reason why Digimon might have action, so Digimon is that even though those are both kids' series, Digimon might be a tad bit darker. The Pokemon don't really do anything darkish for real, for real, when you think about it. It's always, like, kid-friendly, and Digimon's more, like, it's kid-friendly, but it also has its dark themes to it, which is not too dark, but at the same time, it's dark, if that makes sense. <laughs> I know what you mean. I mean, Pokemon's had its moments, but, yeah, I know what you mean. They don't stay consistently dark with their tones. Yeah. So, well, anyway, that leads us to our next question that I sent you. So, what is your favorite anime? Ooh, man. When, all right. This anime is going to go down as, like, my greatest of all time due to the fact I'm a gamer. Uh-huh. And I feel like I can relate to this anime on so many levels. And yeah. it is no game, no life. I'm Yo. still praying for that season two. Always going to pray for it until I get I, it. I, I don't understand why there's not a season two yet. It's always the good shows that everybody loves that there's no season two for it. I'm telling you, man. Like, when I first discovered No Game, No Life, the first episode, I'm like, okay, hold up. They just played God and the game and one? Hold up. Wait a <laughs> minute. I got to see this. And then, like, well, after that second episode, after the whole chess match thing, I was like, yeah, it's over. I'm in love. Because, like, they really do take thinking as a gamer. It's a whole yeah. new level because it's, it's like it's true, like because like, you really do see gamers like this who truly go outside the box thinking in video games and get some mad crazy shit shit accomplished. And it's like seeing that translated into like anime where the entire world is run by basically games. That is yeah. that is like the dream for a gamer, man. Like yo, your skills truly prove your place in life, and that is like the coolest shit to me. And they need yeah, they're for real. Oh, I remember when I was living in Japan, I first watched that, and I see how it was surprising. It was pretty, it was all right popular in Japan, because they even had, like, the theme song. I was walking one day in Hero, and I heard the theme song playing. I'm like, this is no game, no life. What? Hey, it was, that show, because, oh, man, I was just one of those type of people who was in awe with it, because I was like, yo, this is pretty much about gamers. And then going to a world where they can pretty much control. I think the one episode that I really love the most, and I, when I think about it, it's um, the one where I can't really remember it for sure, for sure. But I know like it got to the point they was in space, and he took away. Oh um, yeah, yeah. And then he like pulled out the uh, piece of paper and screwed her. Oh, oh yeah, that shit was so beautiful. And he won. I was like, cause that game was intense. I was like, damn, how are you gonna win with this? 
Yeah, like I'm, I promise you, man. Like if you if you honestly go into no game, no life, expecting like basic games, bro, it's gonna shake your mind. Cause like, again, with like that whole chess match thing, I was expecting them to just be like you know a simple chess match. But when he started pulling out all of this bullshit about rallying up the soldiers and they started following his like every command, I'm like, bro, what the fuck is this? This isn't yeah, chess. This is a level. fucking war. <laughs> <laughs> like this shit was was so bad, and then. I don't know if you watch uh, Kakaguri, you know, the, the anime about gambling and everything. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. I was discussing, like, with a friend. I was like, yo, if if these two had a crossover, that would be so badass because I can truly see um, Kakaguri being the darker side of No Game, No yeah. Life. And it would just fit so perfectly to have, like, if, if Yumiko and Sora Shiro would like to meet since they're just all so crazy when it comes to, like, those, yeah. those games. I never thought about it that way. Kakiori is kind of like a darker version of No Game, No Life, in a way. Cause she, man, that gamma, she got addiction. <laughs> that girl, hey, look, she crazy. Hey, man, I'm, I'm telling you, I'll be like, bro, marrying a girl, I'll be scared. But like, baby, please, you're like betting our life on a bag of potato chips. Can you calm down? <laughs> then she just raised the stakes on you. Now you're going crazy. <laughs> I'm like, like, yeah, like that one dude who, who she fucked over, like. When she put him ten million in debt, his hair just went straight white. I was like, "Yo, my man gave up on life in a heartbeat." <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. He did. He really did. <laughs> ah, damn. I didn't think about it. But for me, my favorite anime. Damn, I gotta really go back in the books and think. There's too many. And I know I did a podcast on my favorite anime, but I feel like it keeps changing. But for right now, I know I I love this show called A Race. Ooh, the feels, and, the feels. Yeah, yeah. If you, I've been telling people, if you want a show that's gonna fuck with your feelings, a race will fuck with your feelings. Oh yeah, a race if, gonna do it. I like. I remember me and my friends. We were all like chilling. Like I like. They're like, hey, let's watch this show. And it was called a race. So we like, all right, cool. So I'm watching it, and he was like, he. We thought he saved the girl. And then the next, and then and he like the next day she didn't show up and she died. Everybody, <laughs> we flipped the fuck out. We were like, "What the fuck?" And then that, from that day, I was like, "Yo, there ain't no show that ever fuck with my emotion like how that show did." I ain't gonna front with you if it, uh, if you went to a race. I think ReZero should be your thing too, then because, whoo, ReZero f- fuck fucks with my it. emotions heavy. You know, everybody been telling me to see ReZero, and I keep forgetting to watch it because I've been trying to watch other stuff because honestly I'm one of those people who haven't really seen One Piece. I've been trying to play catch up on it. So Oh no. I, I honestly like what when it came like okay when it comes to certain I, I know I'm probably finna get destroyed but when it comes to certain anime I truly prefer the dub over the sub. One of those where I truly preferred the dub over the sub. So once the like the dub episodes ran out I was like you know I think I'm gonna take a break off One Piece. <laughs> and then I ended up going and watching the Marine Ford arc, and I was like, okay, one piece of steel shit. So then I took a massive ass break, and I just said, you know what? I'm not going to sit here and watch like another 500 episodes of One Piece to catch up to where I am. So I'm just going to say, screw it, hop into here like probably 10 to 12 episodes <laughs> from where they're at right now, and then just catch up. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm starting to feel like I need to do that. Right now, I'm on like episode 112. <laughs> And it's like 876 episodes, I believe. Oh, my. Plus so, the movies. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yo, man, don't even remind me. Like, <laughs> I like shit. 
but I'm with you though. I'm with you. I do prefer some of my anime dub. It's just that's that's how I am. Like I will honestly. So for me, this is how I am. I watch. So I watch when I watch a race. I watched it sub. But when they came out with the dub version, I rewatch it again and dub just in case because you know sometimes you might miss the concept of the episode. And I really didn't mind it dub. I mean, some people will hate on dub. Don't get me wrong. There's some bad dubbings. There's some bad dubbings. But when dubbings are done right, you really can't be mad at it. You know, like I'm everybody. I feel like everybody in America prefers Dragon Ball Z. Dub. dub. Oh, oh God, yes, yes, okay. yes. Let's be real. We're not Let's gonna be do. Real. But I did watch sub Dragon Ball Z when they when Super came out because I wanted to stay up to date. Oh, of course, so, like ain't have a but, your man ain't have a choice. <laughs> Yeah, but now that the dub version is catching up a little bit, there's some of my favorite arcs that I'm going to rewatch. You know, I'm definitely rewatching any episode that Gohan is showing great again. That's the ones <laughs> I'm watching. Uh, man, make Gohan great again, bro. Yeah, and, I'm going to keep saying it. Team Gohan, no one's ever going to replace him as my favorite Dragon Ball character, man. Thank you. Hey, bro, I'm just saying, like, I told people, I don't care, if I care what they say. If Team Gohan trained Super Saiyan 3 Goku, would probably actually had a struggle against um, Team Gohan if he was training still. Like if he kept up with his training to the adult way, right. he would have surpassed Goku in my opinion. If he would have kept up with what he probably would have been on Vegeta and Goku's level. Yeah, but now, like I told my friend, sadly Gohan shift from being number three to number four because Broly had moved up. I think. I know, sadly, it's going to hurt me to say Broly's the strongest man out there. You, oh, yeah. Oh, me, yeah. At the moment, he, he really body, is. Yeah, he bodied two sands in God form. He bodied two of them. Yeah. And, and they got a fuse to create a, you know, Gogeta. You know Oof. you're the strongest one out there. Hey, I, I ain't going to lie, though. Like, if we... If if this hero stage becomes a thing, I want to see Cumber and Broly go at it. Like that's that's my number one fight for Dragon Ball right now. I want to see Ooh. my boy Cumber and Broly go at it. So who you taking? Broly. Whew. What <laughs> you mean? <laughs> Cumber cool hey, though, but nah, I gotta stick with the classic. Hey, look, I had to ask. I had to make sure. Because <laughs> when when Broly said give give me that face, he really means give me that face. Hey, look. Broly was out there tagging people. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> Broly was just out there being a savage. Like when he stumped Frieza, playing playing stump the yard on his face, he put him Oh that. man. <laughs> Frieza, I felt bad for Frieza. But you know, when he went up with Weiss, Weiss was over there dodging. Yeah, Weiss was like over there playing with him. Everybody knows Weiss is technically number one strongest. Well, he said his dad is, but I definitely, yeah. He said like action. out of here. I mean, yeah, we ain't seen daddy in action, but apparently daddy take down everybody in the heartbeat. But for right now, we're going to say it's Whis, then Beerus, and then we go with Broly, Goku, Vegeta, Gohan. Well, no. I I'm going to say, wait. When it technically, oh, okay, I was going to say, because I was going to say, when did Jiren be above Goku still? Yeah. Honestly, when you think about it, Hit would technically be above Goku, because Goku never beat Hit. Mm. That's true. Hey, but I don't yeah. know right now because in the hero saga, um, hit over there having a hard time. If Vegeta had to come out and step out and be like, All right, I heard y'all having a problem that I need to solve in this universe, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, look, my only thing is if we for us to honestly finally put the rest to how strong hit is, Goku and hit need a rematch. I feel and that. We'll, we need to agree, and then Goku and Jared need a rematch because I'm not. 
I'm not going to be suffice with just saying, you know, oh, Goku gets stronger. Now he's stronger than Jiren. Because when you look at it, Jiren was bodying everybody. Until Ultra Instinct came out, Jiren was bodying everybody. Yeah, I still feel like Jiren is still, you know, stronger because naturally he he would wipe the flow with everybody because Goku still can't control Ultra Instinct like that. Yeah, but I still put I still want to see Jiren versus Broly. Ooh, I would love it. I I, I, will, I, I, I think I think Broly gonna like tag his ass, but I I would love to see it. Hey, look, that's two that two tanks coming against each other now. Like, boy, if, oof, ooh, you know, hold on, yeah. I I don't mean to like the the the, the mix up the topic real quick, but for me, yeah. I, I've always loved those angry characters, so. I'm gonna tell y'all right, y'all right now. If you ain't ever played it, and you love those like Broly or Jiren type characters, bro, play some some freaking Osra's Wrath, bro. If you love those angry, strong ass for, for no reason characters, Osra's Wrath last it? shit. Osra's Wrath. It was it came Ozra's on the PS3 Wrath? and Xbox 360. Hmm, I never heard of that. Yeah, it, it was honestly one of the most slept on games of the time, bro. Because Osra, like people were comparing his strength at the time to to Goku level, because he went on. a Rampage, man. Oh, this game. I remember my homeboy was playing this game. I never knew the name of this game. Oh, yeah. Osra is such a savage. and Like, when you know you're a savage when you know your existence comes to an end when you kill your own god and you just like, nah, fuck that. Like, I don't care. You made me mad. <laughs> I'm like, nah. You gonna get wiped from existence. Would you for the kill because he made you mad? Is there any, any better logic? You right. Hey, look, sound, sound okay to me? Shoot. <laughs> okay, I ain't mad at you. Yeah, hey. Osra had to put in, like, Osra put in too much work for that, for that ass, man. Damn, that's crazy. I got it. Shoot. If they remaster, I definitely will try it out on the PlayStation 4. You know, there's a couple of games they should remaster, which I might have to do a, a topic about later on in the future. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm still waiting on my Tenkaichi 3 remaster. <laughs> yeah, that was a good game. I personally I like I like Budokai 3, but I like dang. Tenkaichi was a good game because they had a lot of characters. A lot. For me, it was the ultimate Dragon Ball experience, still to this day. Nothing will ever come close to whooping mm. that. I mean, when you could just roam around the field, fucking shit up, blowing up planets, why not? <laughs> hey, that game was fun. We've been a lot of Dragon Ball Z games, but the older games and the older systems seem to be the ones that everybody go to. That been everybody go to since. Either you like the Budokai or you like the Tenkaichi series. Those are the main two series I hear people talk about more. I don't hear anybody talk about you know Burst Limit or anything else that came after. Mm-hmm. But if you like, if you're if you love Dragon Ball Z games, you either like the Budokai or you like the Tenkaichi. Uh, I'm actually hi- like low key hyped for this new um, the project that they're working on with this new Dragon Ball RPG game because playing <laughs> oh, Legacy yeah. of Goku on the Game Boy was the ultimate RPG Dragon Ball experience for me. Yo, that game was fun. Uh, that game oh, yeah, was fun. all the Legacy of Goku's were just straight. Dope. Oh, if those can get remade for the Switch, oh, I'll pick them up in a heartbeat. Mm, if it was a Switch game, boy, I would not get any work, man. Cause you know, Switch is. Poison. Oh, who are you, so you, who are you telling? They'd be like, "Hey, look, we need you to not, not right now. I'm on break. You was just on break ten minutes ago. I'm on break again. <laughs> you can't you see? All right, 
Goku needs Goku. Me. All right. <laughs> I need to collect these Dragon Balls. You don't understand. <laughs> you ever had Chi Chi mad at you because you ain't oh, doing shit, something? Boy, you're back down. Hey, like, what's, what's a Chi Chi? Oh, I feel bad for you. <laughs> hey, like, you know, you know what? Conversation ends. But anyway, let me go ahead and ask question number four. So, what is your favorite anime to watch for the winter 2018 slash 19 season? I ain't gonna front with you. This is gonna. Whew. I mean, everything's been like most of what I've been watching has been lit as fuck. But I gotta give it to Rasen of the Shield Hero. I'm gonna have to be real, cause yeah. he just like, like I I was not high. I just like this anime wasn't even on my radar until a friend recommended it. I was like, alright, I'll give it to one episode. And then when I saw the first episode, <laughs> damn near hour long, I was like, okay. Maybe it might be important. And then seeing Homeboy's whole like character development 360 in the first episode, I was like, whoa. Shit. Yeah, he, <laughs> I ain't never seen a character do a 360 like that. Yeah. Or technically a 180, because oh, yeah. 360 just become the same person. But I know what you mean. They're like, he had a whole 180. He went like from this chill dude caring whatever to a like oh yeah that's how y'all want to fuck over me I got y'all don't even worry yeah, he about just it. he just straight up said okay fuck this kingdom like 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 he was on some fuck your couch type shit <laughs> he wasn't having it yeah, pretty Everyone much had that one bad he day. wasn't having it. yeah pretty much he was like nah I'm not nah y'all y'all did me wrong that's all right. <laughs> And pretty much everybody's saying that the shield hero is happening now with that whole Vic and Monica situation. That's why they say Vic is the new shield hero and stuff like that. But I'm like, uh, might be pushing it just a little bit. But, hey, it's crazy. So, but for me, though, the my favorite one, I do like the Rising of the Shield Hero, but I also like Promise Neverland. Ooh, the reason why I like Promise Neverland, you right. I've been reading the... I've been reading the manga series since it first came out and seeing the anime. I think they're doing a great job of it. Even though they only said that they only said it's only having 12 episodes while the Rising of the Shield Hero get 24. Which, no, don't get me wrong, Rising of the Shield Hero deserves its 24. But dang, why can't Promise Neverland get 24? It got that much content still and it's just as good. Mm, I feel that. Like the Promise Neverland, I ain't gonna lie, like that has been my horror slash thriller like anime but if a for like yeah. I haven't had a good thriller anime like this in a minute and it is oh it is defying our expectations. Yeah. I'm, I'm I what I think they're gonna do I think they just wanted to test the field to see if people was gonna accept it. And I heard a lot of people like it so and I like the mangas. I knew it was gonna do good and if you just seen the anime, bro, just trust me, there's a lot more to to be amazed from this show a lot. Oh, and a special shout out to JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Golden Wind. You know, I'm always gonna be a JoJo fan, just throwing that out there. <laughs> you know, honestly, I have not seen a JoJo series. Oh, come on. Man. Are they good? Man, what you mean, are they good? For, and like, I never, oh, I never heard anybody really talk about man, it like JoJo, that. Oh my gosh. Like, is it more comedy or is no, it like it, it, it? It's so much in one. Like, okay, if you go watch the first two episodes, starting with like Jonathan's story, I promise you, you you gonna think that you've watched an entire like arc of anime <laughs> in only two episodes because you're gonna be like, yo, damn, hold up, how much development happened? 
And just these two episodes, bro, like, we was a kid, we was an adult, and now we just out here saving the world. What the fuck happened? <laughs> I want, I'm going to have to check oh, it yeah. out. From the yeah, because it's like... I'm going to hit you up when I watch it. I'm going to like, all right, I see what you mean. I see the I mean, and, and to this day, my favorite JoJo is still Jotaro at the moment because he just... Jotaro too cool for, for life, man. Jotaro too cool. He straight up told a nigga, you're like, look, bro, if you piss me off one more time... I'm going to punch you a thousand times. And God, they, man, I remember when I first watched the episode, they literally put a counter up in, in the corner of the screen to let you know how many times he got punched. And I was like, God, fucking damn. Oh, <laughs> the meanest combo I've ever seen in anime. Put the hands on his ass for real. So there's different types of JoJo. So JoJo isn't like oh, one character? Well, okay, like, started with Jonathan... <laughs> or technically his father, I guess. Like, so much shit happened in the beginning. Like, just because of his family, the fate of the world got got dramatically changed. So, Jonathan being the original, like, JoJo, his descendants mm-hmm. after that would, like, all, would also be JoJo's. And currently, we're on the arc with his rival slash, you know, I guess, you know, uh, not, not even rival, just nemesis. <clears throat> um... Dio took over his body, and you know, I was actually having a discussion with that. Like, you're using your brother's dick to fuck chicks and shit. It's kind of weird, man. But took his brother's body and had a kid. And now we're on that technically JoJo's story right now. But Jotaro's storyline was so fucking hilarious and badass, bro. It just, just so much bullshit happened to them on their adventure in particular. It was just too funny. And then that's weird. You took your brother. I'm still stuck on the part that he took his brother's body and had a kid. That's not even his kid. Yeah, it, <laughs> that's it's his a mix, which is weird. But I was like, okay, however you want to get it, JoJo. Because right. And the thing that makes JoJo so cool is like they get into these complicated ass situations, and they be like, it ain't no way in hell he's finna get free. It, it just ain't no way in hell. And then you know, by some bullshit that they see a, a spark of light. And then, and then everything just comes out cool. It'd be like, bro, this is such bullshit, but I fuck with it so hard. <laughs> one of those type of shows. Yeah, but it's one of those type of shows where, like, if, oh, it's just, yeah, it's just something you're going to have to see for yourself, man. Because starting with the first two seasons, they truly differ from, like, the rest of the show after that. Like, everything kicks off truly after the third season, in my opinion. Like, because fucking with Jotaro, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely hooked on, on this show after I saw Jotaro. Okay. Fair enough. I, I'll give it a try since it's got different characters and stuff. Yeah, in my opinion, because right. me and my brother were discussing it on uh, my podcast, I said it definitely has con- like a place, if possible, in in the next big three. I I can see JoJo definitely being a contender. Oh, oh yeah, it is that good. Oh, interesting. Hey, I might have to do that. We might have, to have an argument about our. <laughs> Next big three. Ooh, I'm with it. I'm already with it. All right, all right. Bet you might have to join um a podcast that me and a couple of friends do. So just when you get that invite, don't run oh, away. No, I'm ready. I'm always ready to debate. What you mean? All right, all right. I'm just making sure. I'm letting you know. <laughs> but nah, for real though, it was. I, I might have to check it out. So before we wrap wrap it up, because I do have to get ready to go in to work soon. So my uh, the last and final question was, what made you decide to finally make a podcast about gaming and anime? Um, honestly, 
<laughs> I'm gonna say it all kind of stems from when I was a kid. I did like listening to the radio because there was like the Tom Jordan morning show, Steve Harvey morning show. Like these mm-hmm. were people I loved listening to on the radio and the personalities and the yes. jokes. You know, I, I truly yeah. felt attached to that. And then, you know, not not recently, but I was following like this YouTuber for a long time. Um started off as Modern War Negro, became the Black Hokage now. And then he made a podcast and I started listening to his podcast. And I'm like Yo, my man's really out here killing the game right now. And it's like, you know what? There's no reason why I felt like I couldn't do the same thing, especially since, you know, it's a field that I was truly interested in. Interesting. So I was like, you know yeah. what? I just give him, give him my hand at it, give him my best shot. I want, because I want, you know, to have fun with this. So I just decided to start my own. And, you know, I'm having fun, you know, and then meeting people like you who, who are also passionate about the industry, you know. And now it's, now it's a tool for me to expand, meet new people, you know. Talk to more people about it. So I, I'm I'm truly in love with the fact that I can just do something that I love and is a part of the industry I love at the same time, with no pressure added. Hey, shoot, that's how I feel. Like when I first did, I remember I had a friend. <clears throat> I was on Snapchat and my friend sent me like a link, and it was like um, check out their podcast. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm like, Anchor, what's this? And, you know, I, I downloaded it. I'm like, oh, now you can do your own podcast. I'm like, well, shoot. I always want to express my anime opinions and give people my thoughts and ideas. And so, and occasionally rant about some stuff because it's a way to rant sometimes. And I'm like, well, then let me try it out. And then honestly didn't expect to be doing this for this long. I have like, I don't even know. I'm at podcasts episode 100 and something Damn, that's all i know <laughs> and and now nah, this it it it, it became it became fun it was like it didn't feel like a chore it just felt like something that i like to do that i find myself like always doing now like i meet cool people from here and people who have different opinions and like i love having like fun arguments it's like you know ain't nobody at the end of the day nobody's gonna be like you know well f you f you we're no longer cool because of anime, you know, because everybody have different opinions or everybody has different theories about certain things, which makes it fun. That's why I started getting into the podcast and start doing it a little bit more and more. Yeah, that's how I feel because I love to hear, like, I I love when the community comes together, you know, forms new questions, you know, have these debates. Like, it, like I truly feel like I want to get back to the... Yeah, I'm about to go off on a rant here, but I think you're going to fuck with me. I want to get back into the roots yeah. of when gaming was fun, bro. Because I feel like nowadays it's not as fun as it used to be. Like, mm. what would happen to the fun factor? Like, like I was saying in one of my other podcasts, like, bro, I can go pick up Mario 64 to this day. And I promise you, I would probably have more fun in that game than any game that's currently out on the market right now. Just because of that fun factor. It's just something that will always bring me back to it. And I feel like gaming has kind of lost that way because it's all become too serious and overly competitive in the market right now. Like, yeah, because they're trying to do esports. I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like everything, everybody trying to buy like esports. Or I think the reason why you feel that way too is like I remember back in the days, me and my little brother could share the same system, and we'd be right next to each other, and we're play, like we used to play Gran Turismo and all the need for speed, and we used to race each other all the time, and we're right next to each other racing, and we used to have fun, and then all your friends, or that was back in the day when your friends come <laughs> over to your house, or you meet up at somebody's house, and 
all you guys are playing the game, making a whole bunch of noise and laughing, you know, enjoying enjoying life, I felt like. Yeah, but I mean, like even, like I mean, like don't get me wrong, like going playing Mario Kart, Mario Party with all the, the friends, family, shit was a blast. I, I would never be able to get over it. Like even even though you know you got online nowadays, it's just something about having that <coughs> group and you know of friends that just still made gaming so much yeah. more fun when everybody's closing in. That's why I can respect Nintendo for trying to keep the couch co-op alive as best they can. I truly fuck with that. But like even with the whole single player experience, like me personally, still like Keaton Hearts always been my favorite game franchise. Love it to yeah. death. And I can still go back to it with something like like I can always go back to Kingdom Hearts too. I ain't gonna front. I will, I will always go back to that game in a heartbeat. No problem here, and that's because of that fun factor. Got unfinished business with Sephiroth. <laughs> all right, I still have yet to be. So <laughs> I feel you on that one. <laughs> yeah, man, it's just like I miss like just just the fun, you know. But everything's all pre-order incentivized. Like, come unlock this, do this, or like. I don't know, man. I just want games to go back to when they were fun and not about being so damn serious. Very true. I mean, I guess a recent example would be like Fortnite. Because Fortnite really keeps the fun alive, bro. You can just go in there and be fucking stupid. Like, I love, that's why I truly love Fortnite because you can could, you could just, just be as stupid as you want in that game. And it, don't, it, it just does not matter because you die, you go back in, you just have a good, a good time and get out. Yeah, it's Fortnite. I suck at it. Now my Apex. So you know, I haven't even tried. <laughs> I, I feel like I should try it, but uh, it's actually fun. I it, it you'll be. Would you say it's like a mix of like Borderlands and and COD? No, I people say that. I I look at it more of a mix of almost kind of like Overwatch with a Fortnite type of battle royale. Some people compare it to Halo. It just depends on what games really stick out to me. I like I said, I say Overwatch mixed with like uh, you know Fortnite type of personnel, but the characters are not like dancing or anything like that. These characters all have their own special abilities, kind of like how Fortnite, uh, not Fortnite, but Overwatch character has. And then you just it's like a three on three, well not three on three, but like three man group, and you guys are out there trying to how should I say trying to figure out a way to be number one, pretty much. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I guess I'll give it... I, I might give it a shot. I'll see what it's about. I mean, I've, I haven't played a shooter in yeah. a minute, so I'm going to see if my skills are still there. Well, you got my number. You got a PlayStation or PlayStation. Xbox? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. See, I got a PlayStation, too. So, you got my number. Hit me up if you want to try it out. And I'll, I'll hop on there with you. Oh, heard that, heard that. I'm definitely down to see what it's about. Yeah, definitely. But this is all I have for right now because I have to go. So do you have anything to say to the fans before we leave? Um, I, th- I appreciate y'all for allowing, you know, the organization Savage to cross over with Anime Nerd. Appreciate that. Savage Otaku for life. Yeah, and guys, definitely, he will be back on my podcast. You'll This ain't the last you heard of him. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. All right, man. Take it All easy. All right, my man. Take it easy. And uh, may the otaku hoes be with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. You too. All right. Peace.